As hilarious as that music hey guys, may sound, what's up? What's it is up? not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldred Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Do you believe in God? Guys, what what if that was like my opening statement during like a stand-up comedy set and then I never like said anything after that? You know, like I just got up there, said that statement and then went into the rest of material. Just a rhetorical question. No no material about it, no comment on it, no context. I think that's a good way to open the show. I just got off stage uh, a little bit ago. It's it's actually 2:36 in the morning. 236 uh, Monday October 15th so uh, they say the early bird gets the worm right well I'm beating all of you mother frickers because I'm up probably earlier and at it uh, I'm starting my Monday off at the not even at the crack of dawn dawn is still sleeping right it's we're, we're between dusk and dawn right now uh, and I'm and I'm hard at work doing the podcast. Have you guys ever seen the movie From Dusk Till Dawn? It's a horror movie. I've never seen it. Uh, so I really don't have anything to say about it. Good to be here. Hopefully you guys are, if, if you do listen to this when you see it come out at 7 a.m. on Monday morning, a.k.a. today, in like three, what is it? Four hours and 22.3 minutes. Um... If you guys do listen to this on your way to work, I hope that you've had a coffee or whatever it is, your morning ritual or, or practice, and you're fighting Monday. Monday is, is actually hump day. They, they call Wednesday hump day, but Monday is always the hardest day of the week because it's all about momentum. Isaac Newton's laws of physics apply even in um, these types of momentums, in my opinion, which is an object at rest wants to remain at rest unless acted upon by another another force and an object in motion. By Wednesday, you're already in motion, so it's not hump day. Monday is hump day. So I wish you guys uh, the ambition to go out there to get the engines fucking revved up this morning, to grab the world by the tail, pull it down, and put it in your freaking pocket. As uh, Chris Farley's character, the motivational speaker, would say, his, what was his name? Uh, I live in a van down by the river. Uh, my name is Matt Foley. That's what it was, Matt Foley. So I'm quoting the famous Matt Foley here. Anyway, it's good to um, be here. Like I said, I just got off stage. I was up in Times Square. Uh, it was actually a bigger audience for the late show tonight than than you would think. There was a bachelorette party, so... Bunch of cuties just out there trying to, you know, take a look at some, some penis, uh, you know, before their friend gets married. Um, I've got some jokes about peni that went over pretty well for them. Uh, it was a fun crowd. It was an opportunity to, to get better and, and grow. Not in the sense that you're thinking. Not growing as far as uh, a shower or a grower. I was doing comedy. Uh, I think they would have been excited if I turned the comedy show into a 
strip club. Um, I think they were more interested in uh, maybe seeing, <laughs> you know, the the hidden gem there. I, I was making fun of myself, saying that I'm part Asian, and uh, you know that you can't tell because all the Asian in me is below the waist. So their 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 interest wasn't like out of sexual excitement. It was more curiosity. I think they. They wanted to know if that was true or not. So, nevertheless, um, fun stuff. Uh, comedy's fun, you know? Comedy's a good time. And I'm in my closet now uh, with all my girlfriend's new stuff that she has gotten. Um, you know what? If we end up staying together, I wonder what her bachelorette party will be like, you know? I don't know, man crazy stuff. Anyway, let's talk about what's going on in the world, guys. Let's let's start this thing off the right way. Um, a couple of things that I think are relevant to talk about before I move into the, the, the comedy stuff that has to do with me is uh, Kanye West and Donald Trump had lunch this week. Uh, like I mentioned to you before, I was... Uh, Kanye West has figured out a way for me always to always be curious about what he's saying at this point. Well, I'm not going to say always, but out of out of all the people that I'm most curious to see what they're saying, it's Kanye West. So whether he's doing that on purpose or not, he's he's definitely ha him and him and Trump are masters when it comes to creating curiosity from people whether they the people like them or not. I mean, Think about all the people that tw hate tweet on Trump. They're reading what he says, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they're curious because you, you just never know what's going to happen with them. So, so as I told you guys last week, after Kanye West hosted Saturday, or was on Saturday Night Live episode one of this season, uh, the next day he was tweeting at Colin Kaepernick saying, Colin, I, I think you should meet with Donald Trump directly and tell him about your experience, which it's either genius or really stupid. You know, we've already talked about that. Um, Kanye West is taking his own advice and went and had lunch in the Oval Office or at least met with Trump and you know, Kanye was basically worshiping the dude. I mean, at one point he told Trump that he loved him, which you know, I mean, I appreciate. I'm you guys know me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a big advocate of love. That is that's my thing. So Kanye, as crazy as he sounds, I actually agree with him when it comes to the intention of spreading love. If if he's truly genuine with that, then I do actually agree with that piece. I don't agree with all of his opinions. But I do agree that, you know, love is what we should be, you know, going after. Uh, it, it was funny to watch his interactions with Trump. Uh, I'm sure you guys can just Google the videos. There was a lot of people making fun of the fact that Kanye's screen is 0000. That's his passcode because I guess he was pulling something up to show Trump at one point. I don't think that's that terrible. I mean, 0000, it's easy. Who knows if that's even, like a phone that Kanye's had for a long time or you know what I mean it's like he probably goes through phones like it's you know sneakers like a like an athlete goes through sneakers you know what I mean he probably flies through I don't know you know who knows guys and who cares you know what I mean uh 
frankly, I only watch that stuff for the entertainment value. I, I, I was watching it to enjoy the look on Trump's face while Kanye was talking. Um, when Kanye told Trump he loved him, Trump never said, I love you too, by the way, which I was kind of disappointed. I, wanna, I wanted to hear Trump say, I love you too, to Kanye, but instead he said, yeah, this is a, a fascinating, just a fascinating individual, a terrific individual. Impressive, very impressive. That was very impressive right there, which I don't even, half the stuff Kanye was talking about, I didn't even understand, but it was very fun to watch him suck up to Donald Trump. I guess he's trying to, like, stroke his ego so that he can be next in next in line for the throne. Isn't there a Kanye album called Watch My Throne or something? I made a Funnier Dive video with Kyle Ayers a while back, and it was we he played Kanye West's publicist, and I, my line at the end of the the sketch on Funnier Die was, "Hey Kanye, I've seen your new album, Watch My Throne. Let me tell you something. That thing is awesome." I still don't know what my sketch line means. I never looked it up. They wrote it, so either I was speaking correctly or they were making fun of me for not knowing. But I basically played myself in real life, which is, I don't know. You know, I, I, I didn't I didn't even care to not ca I did care about the sketch, but um, once my work was done, it was done. It's like Johnny Depp. You know, he doesn't even go watch his movies when he's done. Speaking of that, I, I was watching a Johnny Depp movie today. Uh, I'll get to that later. Um, so what else, guys? Uh, I hope you're uh, so. So going back to the Kanye West Trump thing, did you know that I, I was reading this article in this video I watched Dave Chappelle is standing behind Kanye West as everyone is like attacking Kanye and Trump and thinking that they're terrible. Dave Chappelle came out. I saw this article today in this video where he was actually standing behind Kanye West, at least the intention. He, he says that he trusts that Kanye's intentions are good and that he's focusing on not being divisive, right? Like, he, I think Dave Chappelle uh, thinks that Kanye is coming from a standpoint that, hey, let's not be divisive, which I agree with. If that's true, then I do agree with that. Um, again, the opinions thing, who knows, but I think Dave Chappelle summed it up in a way that made sense to me. And guess what? I don't care enough to talk more about it because it doesn't really matter and we're all going to forget it five minutes from now. As soon as it exits my mouth, we're already on to the next thing. You know, you're, you're probably looking at the streetlights like, oh, shit, I just missed my turn. I was distracted by Mike's voice. Or maybe you're on the subway. Or maybe you're, you're taking a nap. You might be bored right now because you're laying down listening to me, and you're like, you know what, I, I'm actually going to turn this off and just go watch porn now and, and play with myself. You might be, that might be what you're doing. You might be taking a dump. You might be in the shower listening to me telling Alexa to play the Michael Oldroyd comedy podcast or, or, or something like that. You might, I hope she doesn't start talking to me right now. I hope she's not eavesdropping or getting the wrong impression. Guys, I want, I want to have sex with Alexa. Her voice is hot. All right. Uh, can we get my, my fleshlight to sync up with Alexa? I, I'm sure they'll do it. Uh, my buddy Dan Carney has some jokes about having sex with robots, so I don't want to steal his stuff. In fact, I want to highlight the fact that He's doing that, and uh, it's got great potential, so I'm going to leave that alone. Um, next thing that's relevant in the world of uh, in the world that I think is 
worth talking about is Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande are breaking up. Are you kidding me? <sighs> I just found that out today, guys, and I'm I'm heartbroken, man. I'm devastated. I was invested for the short amount of time that they were engaged. I was freaking invested in that, you know. I saw one guy, I think the funniest meme I saw or, or tweet about it was uh, I had broccoli in my refrigerator that lasted longer than Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande's engagement. So that kind of made me giggle. Um, I hope Pete is handling it well. I mean, I don't think either one, they didn't really come out with a reason or how either one of them feel about it, but Pete Davidson has to be devastated. I mean, what, what the hell could have happened that caused them to call off their marriage? I mean, I don't know. Was the entire thing a publicity stunt? Come on, guys, you're getting me horny. At least release a, st a sex tape so that you can give back to those who invested in your freaking engagement. I, I'm invested. Give me a sex tape, at least, please. All right, I hope you're doing all right, Pete Davidson. Uh, well, both of you, I, I, I hope so. I don't know. You know, who knows? Love, guys. You know, it's something, ain't it? You know, it's it's truly love, lust, infatuation. Love. That's what I... My, my girlfriend and I are so new that we don't tell each other we love each other yet. We say we luff each other. L-U-F-F. Um, I, I, I let love slip out just for fun because it's, it's fun. But, uh, you know, she's, she's conservative. I like it. She's got some modesty in different ways, which is cool, you know. And, uh, you know, she loves me, apparently. What else? Um... Did anybody watch Saturday Night Live this weekend? Seth Meyers came back and hosted. You you didn't? Oh, neither did I. Uh, let's let's move on. Uh, Mizzou played Alabama. No, that's not a knock on Seth Meyers. It's I didn't have time. Actually, I was out last night doing comedy when Saturday Night Live was on at the Soho Playhouse, and then afterwards I went out with my lady and uh, met up with some of her friends and. We stayed up until 5 in the morning, and I'm exhausted right now. And as soon as I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to crash for about 24 hours. Nevertheless, though, let's go back to what is relevant. Mizzou versus Alabama. Michael Oldroyd graduated from the University of Missouri. My girlfriend graduated from Alabama. And uh, our teams played each other on Saturday. The Roll Tide Elephants and the Missouri Tigers. And let me just say this. I was proud of my boys. We fought very hard. Uh, we came out of the gates. We had a turnover. Turnovers right off the bat are momentum changers. You know, you want to come out hot, come out of the gates swinging like a motherfucker, which we did. That turnover really hurt us. But we kept a tight margin for most of the game, which I was really proud of. And, you know, there was a couple drives where we either forced a punt or, um, or even, you know, held them to a field goal. You know, and in the way... Alabama has been steamrolling teams. I feel like Mizzou has put up the best fight uh, pound for pound throughout the duration of the game that, that Alabama has seen yet. And at one point, you know, I was kind of trash talking. I could see it in my girlfriend's eyes that she was actually nervous. I think it was 13-3 to 3 at one point, and I could see in her eyes the way I was trash talking her that she was worried that Mizzou actually had a chance at winning, uh, which we did, I thought. So she had every reason to be nervous because we were we were putting them on their heels you know and we, we, we weren't able to come away with the W um, sadly you know we made a few mistakes and Alabama is just a, a tough team 
and they're physical, they're, they're in shape. So you just can't make mistakes and, uh, you know, we did and uh, we lost. But I'm proud of the fight we put up and, uh, you know, I'm excited to see where, where our season can go from here. I feel like the hardest, the hardest is behind us. Now we just need to heal up and fight and, and, and win out. If we can win out from here, I think that we'll, uh, we'll be in a pretty good spot. So I think we have the chance. Just uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, for the people that aren't Mizzou fans, you're probably bored. Well, if you're, if you're not a football fan, you're bored right now. If you are a football fan, you probably appreciate it. Um, I didn't say anything, any like life-changing revelations about that analysis from the game. I should probably bring my walk-on type, like, insight when I talk about football. Uh, I could tell you that the walk-ons did not travel to that game because it was an away game. So the walk-ons were all out partying uh, last night. Uh, they were all probably at random bars. Uh, the underage ones were at house parties trying to trying to get laid, I, I imagine. I don't know. Uh, and uh, and the ones that were above 21 were, were probably at the bars, or they had fake IDs. I don't know. Who knows? What else from the walk-ons perspective? They had to practice today since they lost, so uh, nobody likes that. When we would win, we would uh, we'd get to have something called Victory Sunday, where we'd still have to show up and watch film, and it was a really light practice. But uh, you know, on, on days that we lost, we'd have to have a full you know full longer practice at night and. That was just, that was never, never fun. Um, we always wanted a victory. Sabbath, as my friend Austin Huff would say, who's getting great traction. You guys could, you should look him up. Austin Huff, A-U-S-T-I-N-H-U-F-F. Very funny guy. He does a lot of sports radio. Um, he's been on my podcast twice now. I'm going to have him on again, hoping that he'll put me on his freaking show. You know, what do I have to do around here, Austin, to get on your freaking show? Apparently I'm not cool enough. Cause you're getting all these celebrities on your podcast, and it's bullshit. Now I'm I'm happy for you. Uh, I just remember Austin Huff saying, "Yay, victory Sabbath!" when we would win. So that's a little bit from the walk-on perspective or the player perspective. Um, heal up and come back and freaking win. My high school team has been undefeated. The Eureka Wildcats in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, they've been undefeated, and they lost their first game Friday night, which is tough. Uh, we lost to Marquette. It's a local big school. or a 6A school. It's the biggest school in, in the state, the biggest size schools in the state. Um, so looking forward to seeing how their journey unfolds. I think a loss at some point in the season, especially not toward the end, uh, can be pretty healthy if you learn from it. Uh, trying to be perfect and go undefeated. Sometimes uh, the pressure builds up. You know, it's like masturbating or not masturbating for a really long time and then going on a, a couple of really great dates with a girl and trying not to, like, blow blow a load too quickly. You kind of need to release the pump uh, so you can focus when it, when, 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 when it really, really matters and the pressure's on. So, <coughs> anyway, I told you, what I do today, I turn on some movie after watching previews for a few hours, and Johnny Depp was in it. Um, <coughs> I, I I don't even know what the movie was. All I know is that my girlfriend was like, "You have the weirdest taste in movies," but she made me pick something because I was watching previews for hours. You guys ever do that? Just watch previews that you can never choose because there's 38 trillion opportunities. 
Well, anyway, that's me. All right, let's get back to the comedy stuff and what's going on in the world so you don't get too bored listening to my life. Uh, you know, we got to mix it up and keep it interesting, right? Okay, cool. Saw Louis C.K. last week in person, which is actually true. I did the day after I released this podcast, which was Monday morning of last week. Uh, I was talking about Louie, and sure enough, the next night, uh, I was at the Comedy Cellar grabbing a drink and uh, saw, saw a bunch of a bunch of uh, bigger names there. Nikki, Nikki Glazer, Joe List, Louis C.K., they were all just chilling right there, and um, it was pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't. Nikki's from St. Louis. Obviously, you guys probably know her. She's friends with Amy Schumer. Uh, I've known of Nikki, you know, way before... She was famous when she was doing stuff uh, at the Funny Bone in St. Louis. I don't know if she remembers me or not, but I'm going to assume she doesn't, uh, considering that when I was walking out, we made eye contact, and she did not seem to... She looked through my soul, but that's fine. No worries. I didn't expect anything, you know what I mean? But I was disappointed that when I saw Louie, you know... That he didn't call me Magic Mike. I don't know if you guys have seen his 2017 special. It's very funny. He touches on like everything that's very controversial in that thing. It's on Netflix. And he talks about abortion. He talks about God. He talks about um, him questioning his own sexuality when he was watching the movie Magic Mike. Which to me is hilarious. So I, I want Louis C.K. to call me Magic Mike if he ever meets me. Because I am Magic Mike. Anyway, um, what else? Been, you know, just continuing to get out. You know, I had shows, like, pretty much every day last week. Um, just getting out there, networking. Uh, I keep running into Corinne Fisher on the scene. I don't even, I think she only knows my face because we have mutual friends. My girlfriend keeps on trying to get me to get on her podcast, you know. She's like, it's like the number three podcast in the world. It's the guys we fucked, or sorry, guys we fornicated. Um, let me. She keeps on wanting me to try and get on that. I I don't. I don't know exactly how to to do that, but we'll see, right? Um. What else is going on in, in comedy? My buddy Dom Leonelli. He's a very funny dude. He's a regular at LOL. He's been there longer than I have, and we met yesterday. We're talking about making some sketches. For Instagram, maybe a, maybe even a show, write out a show. Or just right now, a bunch of ideas for like Instagram sketches or even five-minute YouTube sketches. Very funny, dude. I'm excited to work with him. To give you an update, too, I mentioned a while back that I was going to be meeting with that model chick to make some Instagram sketches, and uh, I'm not going to do that anymore. She's uh, Now that i got a girlfriend, it's a little bit weird if I would meet up with her, but also just she's kind of flaky. I, I hate... I don't respect that, like... It's it's like the it's not she 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 doesn't ghost but it's like say what you mean don't like I don't know how to explain it um, other than I hate flakiness so I'm I'm the one who's choosing not to do that to be honest and I'm not gonna mention her, her name out of out of respect but um, plus my my chick's hotter anyway but my chick's not an actor I wanted to get her to do this podcast she sounds her voice is all high pitched and everything it sounds like a six year old child. But it's hilarious. Uh, she's like, I'm not ready. She's like, I'm not ready for that. So, you know, we'll get her on at some point, guys. It'll be fun. Uh, what do we got coming up? Uh, I'm gonna. I got my show coming up. I'm, I'm starting my weekly show. 
tomorrow, every Monday night at 8 o'clock at the um, Bowery House in Soho. It's a, it's a really cool, like, charming hostel. Uh, they've got a multi-leveled building there. It's it's like dark and grungy, but in a good way. In like a, not cozy is not the right word. It's close to cozy. Um, I can't think of the word to describe what I'm thinking to articulate this thought. But what I will say is it's going to be a lot of fun. And you know I got some Dom. You know I got a ton of people performing. Guys like OC Caleb's going to come through and do a spot. He's so funny. One of the funniest dudes that I've ever seen perform. He, every time his, he comes out, he doesn't plan what he's gonna say, and like half of it, if not more, was just straight improv and, and crowd work. And he just, I mean, I, I, I literally like tears come out of my eyes watching him. It never gets old watching him perform. So I'm excited that he's gonna be through, coming through. I've already learned a lot from him. He's helped me, he's a cool dude. And I feel like there's, uh, you know, I'm always picking up cool cool things from watching him perform that, that helped me as a comedian. So it's nice to, get some guys on you know uh dan carney i mentioned him he's the dude who runs a show at stand up new york he's he's become one of my friends uh we got a couple other dudes coming through uh it's gonna be a lot of fun so anyway that's that uh tuesday night i'm, I'm gonna be in new jersey i'm doing a show at nikki's bar and grill so I'm, I'm excited about getting out there and changing up the scene a little bit um this weekend i'm gonna be in philadelphia you know so i'm setting up some some shows in philly uh, if you're in Philadelphia, just check out my website or hit me up with a DM on Instagram. It's the Droid T H E D R O Y D. If you want to come check out stuff this weekend or no, uh, my schedule is not finalized right now, so I'm not gonna make any shout-outs to shows on this episode. But definitely get in contact with me if you want to come to a show in Philly. We're gonna have a lot of fun. I'm probably going to get on the radio uh, Saturday with uh, one of the uh, radio stations in Philly. They offered it when I worked with them uh, on this gig uh, a while back. Uh, they wanted me to let them know next time I'm in Philly to do comedy. They'd give me some love, some brotherly love, you know. So that's really cool. Uh, and then the next weekend I'm actually going to Madrid. I mentioned to you guys before that my mom's doing this long spiritual pilgrimage and uh, she's finishing in Madrid, so I'm gonna go see her there. See if I can get on stage at a couple of places, you know. Yo soy comico, yo soy comico, yo verdad, yo uh, yo soy. Anyway, Madrid will be cool. I love Madrid. I've been there once, and I think I thought it was such a cool city. They had like the National Library sounds like such a stupid thing, but it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. They got like documents like Isaac Newton's works of art and you know Galileo's like handwritten like like notebooks and stuff so uh I'm excited to see my mom there uh I'll be leaving my chick for a couple of days not sure if I can I think it'll be healthy though you know we're attached to the umbilical cord her and I uh, my, my lady friend and uh it'll be interesting to to set her free for a few days you know um what else I better not come home with freaking some some weird dudes laying in my bed, you know what I mean? What the heaven, you know what I mean? Uh, what else? Uh, I'm gonna be at NACA the week after that. So the Northeast Regional Conference uh, in Hartford, Connecticut. I'm gonna be doing comedy up there the weekend of 
the week of uh, basically November 1st through November 5th, I'll be in Hartford doing comedy and attending the NACA conference. Uh, it's for colleges, National Association of Campus Activities. Come through if you guys are uh, going to be in Hartford. Very excited about doing NACA for the first time. Um, and then going to be in St. Louis for Thanksgiving. So those are my big trips coming up, at least through Thanksgiving, that are scheduled at the moment. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be doing comedy in St. Louis, and I'll be there Thursday, basically Wednesday night through Sunday. So I'll be uh, I'll probably stop by the Funny Bone, Helium, maybe uh, another one-off show or two. Uh, but definitely it'll be good to see uh my peeps uh, and HMU, a.k.a. hit me up if you're going to be there. And uh, last point that I want to talk about before I move on regarding my comedy stuff is uh, I got some shirts made recently. I'm pretty excited about that. And it says, it's to get more followers on Instagram. I basically, the shirt says, I got it custom made. It says, follow me because I'm hilarious at the droid on the front. Um, and on the back of the shirt, it says... So let me say that again since I'm kind of slurring my, not slurring, but uh, on the front of the shirt, I got it custom made. And what it says is, follow me because I'm hilarious at the droid. So that's the front of the shirt. On the back of the shirt, it says at the droid and it's got a nice big eggplant emoji. So, you know, I mean, if people see that, they're going to have to get horny and want to follow me. You know what I mean? So I'm pretty excited about that. I've been blasting out tweets and, you know, Instagram photos and working on making some videos, sketches, uh, you know, always getting on stage, hustling, going to focus uh, on getting some more stuff written out, you know, more jokes, more, who knows, you know, just continue to build the writing stuff, right? Um, uh, and uh, kind of, that's a good perspective or snapshot, in, snapshot into my life uh, or, or what's going on in the world of comedy. So let's, we're going to keep this episode um lighter today you know i've covered the what's going on in the world of comedy i've covered what's going on in my world of comedy i'm just going to talk a little bit more about what's going on in my world and kind of follow up to some of those funny things that happened on our last episode or at least that i talked about regarding my chick and whatever so um uh jamming on the one is something have you guys ever heard jamming on the one i guess that means keep it keep it fresh it's, it was on the bill cosby show super random i was doing comedy tonight and the mc was telling me about it. his name's dino dino vigo uh, he used the term jamming on the one and i was like oh that's cool i, I like that Where, where's that from and so we were watching like this bill cosby episode or or uh uh, whatever. I, I guess Bill Cosby's not jam, jamming on the one uh, in jail. I don't, I don't know. Um, that's another thing we could talk about in the world of comedy is, you know, when I've talked about Aziz and Louis before, you know, that's in a completely different category than, you know, Harvey Weinstein and, and, uh, and Bill Cosby. You know, it's crazy. If you really think about it, it's so crazy because, like, Bill Cosby was such an icon. I mean, he's, he meant so much to the world of comedy, and I mean, what he was doing is, is flat out like, like wrong in so many on so many levels, and it's just disappointing, you know. We don't want to see, we don't we we don't want to know that people like him, that we look up to and like, are, are even capable of things like that, you know. How do you even process it, right? Um, it's a tough thing, but 
Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't really have much uh, on on Bill Cosby. There's not really much to say other than it's a shame. Um, what else did I do? I was watching Michael. I bought this video today. Michael Jackson Moonwalker. It was like 1988 when it came out. I think it's the video that I remember watching growing up that I really was like, wow, Michael Jackson's so cool. Guys, can you imagine if Michael Jackson was like? You know, we're talking about these all these celebrities doing these things, you know, coming out with, with stuff and revealing their imperfections, which no one's perfect, right? Like, But, like, we watch these celebrities fall when we find out certain things. Um, like, what if, like, what if Michael Jackson didn't molest kids and he was never accused of that? Can you guys imagine the level of stardom that he would have? Be, I mean... I think Michael Jack. I was watching stuff on him today, and even that Moonwalker video, and I'm 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 just in amazement of what an what a brilliant talent he was. Like, if you took away that stuff, if that's not true, like the the child porn or molestation or whatever, like if that's not true or if it wasn't true, just just imagine how the world would view him if he didn't have that like stigma with him. Because the world loved him. Like, he's the biggest star I think we've ever had. I was watching videos of him, clips of him, like, performing live, and girls were literally... Like, girls... There are some girls that were reacting the same way that they do during... That I've experienced during sex, when they're, like, going crazy. Like, they literally looked like they were having orgasms. Like, some girls were screaming and crying and bawling, and some girls were passing out because they were so happy, right? And for different reasons than Bill Cosby. That's a different... That's not funny. Uh, but these girls at the Michael Jackson concert, there were people being, like, carried away in stretchers or at least, like, having... They temporarily passed out because they were so positively overwhelmed by Michael Jackson's performance and I just think that that is breathtaking like to be honest when I was watching some of the people cry watching Michael Jackson perform it made me get teary-eyed it made me get teary-eyed that he was able to have that effect on people that is basically he's giving people orgasms spiritually like non-sexually like no physical sensations he's giving people orgasms without even physically touching them to me that's i mean i don't even know the word for that that's it's 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 amazing you know and it's inspiring my i feel like michael jackson was such a great light to this world um you know until that whole childhood molestation thing it's just it's so sad. Uh, I wasn't there, and, you know, I never... I, I I personally, if I had to lay a bet, based on what I know, I, I you know, I don't know what evidence is out there. I, I haven't done a thorough investigation or written some school report on it, but from the limited information I know, I'm going to... If I, someone's like, gamble on this, I'm going to gamble in his favor and say that, it, that those accusations were not real. I, I, I just don't think that... I think he was a good person. He really did have good intentions, which doesn't make anyone perfect. Like, just because you have good intentions, it doesn't mean you're perfect across the board. But 
I think he really did want to make. I want. I think he did look at the man in the mirror and and be the change he wanted to see and try to bring light to this world. I mean, if you watch his music, it's it's reflected. You can't hate Michael Jackson. You you can't. Like I don't think when you watch him, you get jealous of his success. You're just so drawn in and, and just appreciative that he exists. That's how I felt growing up when I was, I was mesmerized by him as a kid. You know, um, I don't think anybody's ever reached a higher level of stardom or fame than than Michael Jackson. So it's kind of cool reliving that. And it's inspiring for me. You know, like even though he wasn't a comedian, he was an entertainer, and and that's. I want to, you know, laughter is, is one of many forms of euphoria or positive feelings, and it's inspiring for me as a comedian that, you know, when, when, when someone's like, who's, who's one of your comedy, comedy influences? I'm going to say Michael Jackson, even though he wasn't a comedian. He was an entertainer. And I, I want to do everything I can to give people orgasms, you know, and now that I'm in a relationship, it's, it's the non-physical type. It's... I want people. I want to give them eargasms. I want them to laugh so hard that they cry. They pee their pants a little bit. They're slobbering on themselves and crying and potentially like so excited to see me perform that they pass out. You know, why not? The sky's the limit. Um, you know, Jim Carrey is the closest thing that I've ever seen to somebody in comedy that reminds me of Michael Jackson as an entertainer. Um, and they're both on their own level. I'm not gonna say Jim Carrey's lesser than Michael Jackson. I'm not going to say that. They're, they're two different things, but they both were, were just truly jaw-dropping, amazing, inspiring, just everything. So if you guys are ever curious about some of the people that influenced me, those are a couple. I like Mitch Hedberg a lot, too. Uh, we were watching him today. My girlfriend had never heard of him. She didn't even know who he was or that he had passed away or any of these things, but we listened to some Mitch Hedberg today. We were cracking up. We watched part of that Louis C.K. 2017 special. We were cracking up. We didn't make it to the magic mic session section, but <laughs> it was so funny. Like, if you guys haven't seen it, he talks about uh, how he was watching the movie Magic Mike. And, you know, it's the whole life he's been a heterosexual dude or whatever. But he's like, for some reason, it makes me uncomfortable when I watch that scene because he goes, when I watched Ma Magic Mike dance, he's like, I didn't get a boner, but my dick did unfold. <laughs> He said his dick unfolded while watching, <laughs> while watching Magic Mike. So, you know, you gotta appreciate the the hilarity and that honesty. Um, you know, it's yeah, you gotta check it out. Anyway, I want to see Louis C.K. make a comeback, and uh, you know, he's just a, he's a great talent, man. We we need him. We, the world needs great entertainment like that, and. Uh, we need to learn from our mis mistakes and show that we can persevere through mistakes and and right our wrongs and 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 come back. You know, so I want to see him make a big comeback. I saw in the paper that he was saying that he's been through hell and back. You know, he's been through a lot this last year after the whole thing went down. You know, lost his show. Who who knows how many millions of dollars? You know, when I I can't imagine as much as I love comedy. I can't imagine not being able to get on stage for like a year. Like, that's, especially at his level, like, that's, that's, you want to talk about a withdrawal, like a, a drug addict? Like, that's like telling a, a heroin addict that they, that they can't do heroin anymore and basically like cold turkeying. You know, that's, it's mean. It's, 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 it's evil in some ways, you know? Some of these consequences are, 
pretty drastic that he's had to face and I don't know you know let's let's I want to help him up you know I uh <laughs> I was with my girlfriend when when we were at the comedy cellar and I I was like, what if I just like went up to Louis C.K. right now and I was like, hey, uh, I just wanted to let you know that what you did I wasn't that bad, you know. So I, you've got my support. She was like, don't do that. She's like, it'll, uh, you know, he he probably is so afraid to say the wrong thing in public right now. He'd probably freak out and like run away or something. So, because um, he, I know he wouldn't do that. I'm not saying he's like soft or whatever, but I can imagine that he. He would be afraid to, to have anything interpreted the wrong way, you know. Like, when you're that famous, I guess, like, you, you're going to get talked about, right? Stuff's, stuff's going to be stuff's gonna be talked about. So, anyway, uh, he, last week I talked about some funny fights or whatever uh, that I had with my girlfriend. So, I wanted to tell you guys the latest one that we had, and I'll probably wrap it up here soon. So ridiculous. Last night, so we go out met up with her friends after my show at the Soho Playhouse and uh, you know so, some of her you know mostly a lot of them were dudes but they all like have girlfriends which is fine if they don't whatever it was just it, it was a fun dynamic everybody was cool we were drinking having beers and we went to this one dude's place for after bars as I like to call it and you know the night was getting late and you know 4.30 rolls around I'm like hey let's you know, I'm starting to get tired. We, we got shit to, to do tomorrow. I kind of want to get going, you know. And she didn't really want to leave yet, so we kind of started. We, we didn't create a scene, but we, we definitely kind of, like, were getting mad at each other after we walked out. She's like, I want to go back. I'm like, are you are you kidding me? It's like, we've been out all night. Why, what, are you, what are you going to get out of it at this point? It's 4.30 in the morning. Why do you need to, like, continue... We, we, we talked about how we have a bunch of stuff that we want to do this weekend. This is We're going to spend the whole day sleeping tomorrow and not getting any of this stuff done that we, that we know we need to get done. So we got in this fight, and she, when we got home, she freaking got so mad at me for getting mad at her that she's like, all right, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm, I'm. So she does this thing again, right? She threatens to to leave as her way of showing me that she's mad or because she needs space. I don't exactly know, but I was so tired. I was like, okay, whatever. So I closed my eyes and I guess I just passed out, right? And here's the funny part. She, apparently she left, but I never stopped her because I was sleeping by this time, but she didn't know that. So she like left and like was gonna go to the Apple store or whatever. And I never like hit her up like I usually do. You remember last week how I like called her like 14 times in a row? Well, I didn't hit her up once. I didn't text her. She leaves. It's late. And she's wondering. <laughs> she turned off her location also, right? Again, she freaking stopped sharing her location with me as a way to try to like show me that she's, you know, like in, you know, it's like she's going to show me who's boss or whatever. I don't know. But I never, I didn't flinch because I was, I would pass down. And the great thing is she did not know that I passed out. She thought that like she left without me stopping her. So like a few hours later, she told me she was like waiting for me to like call her because <laughs> she you know, she kind of like felt bad. Like she was like sad that I like wasn't trying to stop her, you know what I mean? And I guess she was like sitting right outside of my apartment. She told me for like an hour she was like sitting just outside of the apartment waiting for me to call her and I never did. So <laughs> 
she, you know, it wasn't even until today that we that we talked about. It. I was like, I didn't even know you left. Thank goodness I fell asleep. I wouldn't have been able to deal with that. Nah, who knows, man? Chicks be cray, right? Nah, who knows? Um, last thing I'll say is, girls like music. M music is like one of the one of the best mental exercises you can do. And in the rearranging of our apartment, we set. I have this keyboard, and I started playing the keyboard yesterday while we were home and on Saturday, and uh, I didn't know she was listening, right? So I'm just playing the keyboard while she's, like, cleaning it up or whatever, and I get done, and all of a sudden she, like, comes over to me, and she, like, starts kissing me and stuff. Like, I think, I think like, the music stuff, like, makes girls' panties drop, guys. So I think you, you need to, like, learn how to... If there's any dudes out there that are, like, struggling with girls, just... Learn how to play the guitar and sing, and you will, it will, like, create WD-40 for your penis, you know, and, and their potential. It, girls like musicians oftentimes, so I wasn't, it was kind of funny to where I, I was just playing it because I liked it, but uh, it attracted her, definitely, so... That's something that I say not to toot my horn or, or brag. Like, who who sits here and brags about, like, <laughs> sexual stuff with their girlfriend? Like, I think that's kind of a, a stupid thing to, to, to talk about unless there's a lesson there. And I, I think I'm just trying to share that, you know, music is surprisingly... Sometimes we forget. Maybe it's not surprising, but it's a conduit for intercourse, you know? So, um... Yes, I'm about done. I'm exhausted. I don't know if... Hopefully I wasn't too low energy for you guys. It's 3.21 a.m. now. We're 45 minutes in. I've said what I needed to say. I am excited. I didn't watch any football today. I was watching that Johnny Depp thing and previews and sleeping all day, recovering from staying out into the wee hours of the morning. Um, so with that said, I hope you guys have a good week. If you want to see any of my shows, hit me up laugh at michaeloldroid.com or follow me on any social media at the droid slide through with that dm i post most of my schedules on my website michaeloldroid.com i keep that pretty updated with uh with what's coming up but don't be a stranger i love meeting my fans uh, we have a good time when i'm performing and uh i think i've said everything i need to say so have a great week and uh, masturbate regularly to stay mentally healthy and uh, go freaking go go make an impact on the world today all right and the rest of this week uh, be the change you want to see uh, right all right I guess that was kind of motivating leaving on a good point up all right any anyway, I'm trying to stall for another 50 seconds because uh, right now we're 47 minutes and 14 seconds in and one of my favorite numbers is 48. What's up, Caleb Medley, if you're listening? <laughs> Just giving you another shout-out. One of my favorite numbers is 48. Um, so I am going to... You know what's cool? My, my, my music after the episode, when it turns on, actually takes up like a 20-second chunk. So I don't even need to wait till exactly 48 minutes. T do you guys think it's disrespectful of me to stall, even though I don't have content to talk about right now? Um, just to get it to 48 minutes 
Well, I don't mean any disrespect. If anything, I mean respect by it. You know, I freaking love you guys. You know, I love you guys the way Kanye loves Trump. Anyway, God bless. Peace. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny?